All right, so diabetes, um, chapter 54. Um, things you should really focus on, right? So diabetes mellitus is a group of metabolic diseases associated with hyper, hyperglycemia, right? Hyperglycemia results from insulin deficiency. Um, Extraoral and intraoral findings associated with diabetes is an increased gingival inflammation. You can end up with periodontitis, um, loss of attachment, probing depths that are higher, um, bone loss, your teeth, poorly controlled um, diabetes increases caries risk because of the decreased saliva. Well-controlled diabetes usually has a decreased caries um, related to the low sugar and regular eating habits. Um, saliva, glucose in the uh, circular fluid, xerostomia, contributes to the opportunistic infections such as oral candida. Your mucosa can be uh, edematous and red in color. Oral candidus, um, burning mouth syndrome, burning tongue, poor tolerance for removable prosthesis because your tissue is not as um, uh, moist, delayed healing, things like that. Um, Hypogoesia, Gaisa is the diminished taste perception. Your neck, you can end up with um, acanthosis nigricans, which is a skin condition with light brown to black appearance and the creases of the, of the back of the neck. Um, the prevalence, we talked about this the other day, 84 million adults, more than one in three have prediabetes. Whereas diabetes, 30 million adults have diabetes. Okay. Um, they, you know, patients with diabetes are at a greater risk factor for um, periodontitis. We understand that um, it has to do with um, their uh, their their um, immune response to healing. Um, Let's see, we talked about the fact that healthy pancreas has a glucose uptake receptor, whereas like there is no glucose um, uptake in diabetes because the B cells destroyed, there's no insulin, and then um, the receptor is defective on a type 2, so it doesn't uptake that insulin like it is supposed to. Um, all right, so... Hypoglycemia is low blood glucose. This is an emergency more likely to occur in a dental setting, and it's because of the fact that their, their blood sugar drops. All right. Um, hypoglycemia symptoms for low blood sugar is mental confusion, sweating, irritability, palpitations, shakiness, pallor, headache, seizures, coma, and death. Hyperglycemia, which is the increase or high blood glucose. Um, you can get polyurea, polydipsia, weight loss, polyphagia, blurred vision, increased susceptibility to infections, impaired growth, and uh, ketoacidosis. Um, when we're looking at comparison of hypoglycemia, which is insulin shock, and hyperglycemia, which is diabetic coma, 
We know that for the treatment of hypoglycemia, if we give a glucose gel, which is a preferred treatment because they can uptake it a lot quicker, for the conscious individual with hypoglycemia, after 15 minutes of treatment, the um, the blood glucose um, shows continued hypoglycemia. The treatment should be repeated. Once the um, blood glucose levels return to normal, the individual should consume a real meal or snack and um, to prevent the reoccurrence of hypoglycemia. If unconsciousness occurs, you should inject with um, uh, glucagon or an intravenous glucose. So those are that is something that we want we definitely want to know about um, in this setting. Um, that's why sometimes there's like a frosting tube or something like that, and it's just you know juice is another one that is high, is 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 often given. It would always be a nice thing to go ahead and look at the table on 54.3. Um, those are great comparison between diabetes and uh, type 1 and type 2 diabetes. All right, so symptoms of diabetes. Remember, there are classic symptoms, which are the three Ps. There's polyphagia, excessive hungry, uh, hunger, polydipsia, which is excessive thirst, and polyuria, which is excessive urination. Um, know what those three mean. Um, A1C measures the quantity of the end product of high glucose bound to the hemoglobin molecule. So um, it's glycated or glycoslated um, hemoglobin. Okay, so um, those are your symptoms and your diagnostic test. The A1C is the common one. Of course, there's fasting glucose, which, um, you know, you have to eight hours of fasting and they can take that. So if your fasting glucose number is high, then then there's there's issues, right, that they want to. Um, that's why you go take your blood um, while you are um, fasting, after you're fasting. Some um, anti-hyperglycemic agents used for treatment of type 2 diabetes are your... Um, Biguanonides, which are is your metformin, which is glucophage, your sulfonylureas, which is your gliburides, um, and your glipizides, which is your um, diabeta or your micronase. These stimulate the pancreas to release more insulin after a meal, and they may and and they may cause hypoglycemia. So it may cause a reduction in your your blood glucose, right? Um, let's see. Um, appointment planning for your for your your diabetic patients. Um, you want to make sure that the treatment that you want to treat the patient after a meal and preferably um, a high protein and fat meal to slow the carbohydrate absorption. Um, because diabetes, so looking over at the dental hygiene assessment and treatment, um, because uh, the impact of diabetes on the periodontal health and the effect of oral infection on diabetes is so important, it is, it is imperative that we have daily meticulous oral uh, self-care. Um, There is a box on page 54 for questions to ask your patient with diabetes to gather additional information. 
I think that this is just good to know. Like you want, if your patient sits in the chair and says that they, they circle diabetic and they don't want anything next to it, you know, you might want to ask them what type, when was their last visit to their diabetes care provider? What medications and doses do they take? Um, when did they last eat and what did they eat? Because, I mean, we ask that question of all of our patients, but it's very important for those patients. Do you monitor your own glucose at home? How often do you monitor your blood glucose? What is your usual fasting blood glucose in the morning? Pre-meal, you want it to be between 90 and 130. And um, below 180, two hours after your, your meal. Um, what is your hemoglobin A1C and how often does your primary care provider check it? You want it to be less than seven if they are diabetic. Um, response, uh, I mean, how frequent episodes of, of hypoglycemia do you have? Um, what time of day does it usually happen if you do have an episode? Have you ever been hospitalized for it? And are you having any problems with your extremities, right? Your eyes, your hands, your feet, your legs. Eyes are not extremities, but you understand what I mean. Um, and I think that is the main focus. Um, I you, On page 54.3, we kind of discussed the other day that it would be really beneficial to um, have a screen, to do a screening and like, you know, have you ever been diagnosed? Have you been told you're borderline? And you ask these series of questions and that is very beneficial. And that's on page 937. Um, and then you're managing your hypoglycemia on page 936 because it is the most common um, medical emergency in a dental office um, that can be found in a dental office. You have your immediate recognition. You wanna discontinue treatment and sit the patient upright. For the unconscious patient, you want to activate EMS, obviously. For the conscious patient, you want to apply the 15-15 rule. Have the patient consume 15 grams of carbohydrates or a tube of glucose gel, three glucose tablets, half a cup, four ounces of juice, or a tablespoon of sugar. Wait 15 minutes and test their blood glucose with a glucometer. If the blood glucose is still less than 70, Give another 15 grams of the carbohydrate. Wait 15 minutes. Test the blood glucose with the glucometer. If the patient has recovered, have the patient eat a snack with carbohydrate or protein and protein, such as crackers and cheese, crackers and peanut butter, part of a sandwich, to stabilize the blood glucose until the next meal. If the blood glucose is still less than 70, you need to activate EMS. I think that that is a great flowchart, so please go ahead and um, review that. Um, and I think that that is the, the major the major hitting points here. So that is chapter fifty four.